0: go (coughs) all right everybody what is up and welcome back to another edition of ask pj braun here at blackstone labs what up what up so we've got a good couple questions here for you guys today and we've got a couple people in the house waiting on us tarzan is actually in, in the other room just waiting on us to finish up this podcast pro dodgeball player Pro dodge, uh, Gizmo said
1: something about there being a dodgeball team that I should get on. I didn't even know that was a pr- thing. That there's real pro, bod- pro professional pro, dodgeball yeah. players. So the, apparently they play like on like trampolines.
0: Oh, I've seen yeah, that.
1: Bounce and like whip. It's like it's there. like death ball or yeah. something like that. Like it's gonna be on ESPN though. Like the world championship and his team is on there. Yeah, we need to get in on that for um, sure. It's hilarious. I feel like we could do some work in that, uh, that field. Can, we're gonna Blackstone's gonna possibly sponsor his jerseys.
0: Hmm. Got you all right so first question comes from a legion member she says hi pj recently became a mem- member of the of Le- uh, blackstone labs i've been working out with a personal trainer and sh- he's recommended some items for blackstone to help with my weight loss here's my situation i can't seem to lose the inches around my waist and thighs which are my areas of concern i'm 5'1 and weight is 173 pounds i now have a waist of about 38 inches And she lists her workout regimen, her eating regimen, and her water intake, which PJ Braun and I have already gone over. And uh, she states that her progress, after working out for six months, I've lost inches from my waist. I was almost 45 inches. I've gone down one size in short slacks jeans. I still weigh the same as when I started working out six months ago. My dresses fit better even though I still wear spandex or high-waist shaping briefs to help smooth my midsection i've gained muscle and strength i've noticed growth in my biceps because of some of my work blouses are a bit snug from the upper arm the question is i get discouraged when i notice other women at the gym have lost 20 pounds in a two-month period and several inches and i'm still at 173 pounds with a few lost inches everyone i ask says i'm not eating enough what do i need to do to lose
1: inches but at a faster rate i mean i i don't know enough about what she's, her, her starting pictures were because it's possible that she put some muscle on, you know? I mean, yeah. if you're training hard, that'll change it as well. As far as, like, some of the trouble spots, eradicate will help, will help with that a lot too. Um, but if you're not eating enough, I, again, I don't know enough about what she's actually eating because the diet's not there, right? Yeah, I mean, there's um, How much protein she's eating per meal? Y-
0: yeah, so it doesn't go too much into, like, uh, each meal, um consists of chicken turkey lean ground beef doesn't say exactly how much yeah Yeah, there was there's not a whole lot in there um she's eating a lot of fruits and um you know working out personal trainer four times a week warm up for 30 minutes personal trainers going for 45 minutes cool down is another 30 minutes all the days she doesn't work out she considers yard work and house cleaning as the
1: weekend workout (laughs) i mean i don't i don't know enough about what her actual diet is either so Maybe she's eating those foods, but I have to see the actual breakdown of what she's eating every day. I mean, listen, guys, a lot of the mistakes that people make all come down to their diet. You can train as hard as you want. You can do all the cardio that you want. If your diet is not where it needs to be, you're not going to lose weight. Now, I don't want to make people feel bad, but I was told that I had to basically crash diet because I have to look a certain way when I get to Mexico for a photo shoot. So I pulled all my carbs out immediately. It's only been two days, and I was I was down six pounds today already. You know, and that's just pulling my carbs out. So when you're telling me that you're eating fruits and vegetables and chicken and this and that, I don't know enough about the actual like breakdown at each meal to say what is and isn't right. So if you want to resubmit it and, and be precise with what you're doing, I
0: can help you a lot more. And maybe maybe the problem is that your diet isn't as precise as it should be for your goals. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody's just giving you kind of like a cookie cutter diet because that's kind of what it seems like. It does. Um but um yeah, overall, you know, and everybody's different. So just because of the other ladies at the gym are saying, you know, I've lost this much and lost this much inches and this and that, doesn't a it doesn't mean that they're telling the yep. truth, and b it doesn't mean that they're measuring correctly or that they couldn't have done better with a non-cookie cutter diet if that's what they're using.
1: And ev- everyone is just completely different. You know, you, it, it's your own personal battle, so you can't worry about other people's fights and struggles and what they're doing. Um, now, again, if you're if you're new to the game and you have a lot of weight to lose, it should come off at a, a decent rate. So if it's not, You have to look into it a lot more. You may even want to get your blood work done, too. I always tell people, get your blood work done. See how all your hormones are. Make sure everything is is working properly. Because if it's not, that's going to throw you off also. Next one says, PJ, since we're in the middle of
0: contest season, I thought it may be important to talk about the do's and don'ts of post-contest rehydration. I seem to remember Aaron doing a show and Almost Dying. I know it had to do with Aaron Clark, by the way. Sodium and potassium, IVs at the hospital without magnesium. I seem to remember alcohol post show may have been involved. Can you talk about this topic and specifically that event if you remember it? I don't remember
1: the event that he's talking about. I don't know. He's talking about Singerman? Or he's talking about Aaron Clark? I would think Clark maybe. I don't know. I don't don't know. know. If alcohol is involved, that's something that I would think is more of an Aaron Singerman thing. I don't even really know much about Aaron Clark drinking.
0: Um, I can't say I know either of those being an instance Yeah, I mean neither, that's the thing Anyways, post-show rehydration Drink as much water as you can Keep drinking that water, y'all Drink
1: as much water as you can That's the best thing I can tell you and Sorry, that's I mean Go uh, to Liquivita IV and get a, a rehydration And listen, that all helps greatly But I tell people, as soon as the show's done Before you go pig out, before you go start killing stuff Just chug some water Get If you can get a 32-ounce water in Before you go eat It'll do so much for you. All right. Next one
0: says, hi, mate. What do you think about SARMs? Can maybe be good like bridge between cycles after PCT? I was thinking to go Austerine MK2866 and Abutamorin MK677 for like six to eight weeks, both 20 milligrams every day in contest prep. I never tried before SARMs, so want to know how – want to know they work or not. I can know – I know I can expect something special, but I want to know – they
1: work or marketing? Thank you. They definitely work, and it's not marketing. Just go on to Google and Google SARMs. There's a Wikipedia that's got lots of information on it. My favorite one is Austrian. I love Austrian. LGD is another one that's pretty popular. Some of these new ones now I've never even heard of, um, so I can't speak from personal use. But, yeah, SARMs are real. SARM stands for Selective Androgen Receptor Modulator. And, and to put that in a layman's sense, it's going to work with your androgen receptors the way that, like a steroid will, but without the negative side effects of steroids. Now, they're not going to be as profound, but you'll get pretty damn good results. Next one says, Mr.
0: PJ Braun, I respect your candid approach on bodybuilding, business, and life. I also appreciate the time you take for your fans and customers. Thanks again in advance for fielding my questions. I'm 41. I've been on TRT for 15 months, 210 milligrams a week. My test is 900, and my free test is 18. I took three pills of Chosen One, carterine 20 milligrams, and MK677 20 milligrams a day for an eight-week cycle. Now my blood work shows my iron is is low. When or should I expect my iron to come back up? I really enjoyed taking Chosen One. When can I go back on Chosen One? And how many times can I cycle per year? Are there any plans to make Blackstone Labs stickers or magnets? Blackstone Labs for life.
1: Thank you. Stickers, magnets, yes. We're always working on stuff like that.
0: We got keychains out now. Working on car decals. Everybody always asks about car that. Car decals. Working on those
1: car decals for you all. Um, iron low. That could be a, a thyroid-related uh, thing. Um, I'd be curious of seeing the rest of your blood work. Tell you what, I don't do this for everybody. Can you send your blood work to PJ at blackstonelabs.com? I'll just break it down and go through it for you. Myself, I can't do it here on the radio because I don't have it in front of me. Your, your numbers for your testosterone are fine. Or you could submit your numbers to the same email that you submitted this question to and we'll
0: you run through it on thing. the show. Because we've done it before show. and we going to do it again, yep.
1: man. we going to do it again. <laughs> I feel bad because we this particular episode, the, the answers, I'm not able to go real in-depth on the answers because there's just other variables coming into play that I need to know. Is have you am, is there anything you know about chosen one affecting your iron? No, never heard of that Never before. heard of that either. Nope. <laughs> could be something totally unrelated to your chosen one. You could also try an iron supplement and see if it helps you. That's not something that men typically have to deal with, though. So okay. if anything, a lot of times I've seen the elevated iron. But, um, again, check the thyroid stuff, too. See where those numbers are at.
0: Andy says, when can I go back on chosen one, and how many times can I cycle
1: per year? Um, if you've been off of it for four weeks, you can, by all means, go back on. And how many times can you cycle per year? You can do it on and off as much as you want. I mean, there's no liver toxicity. If you're using HRT, you can, you can go on and off that stuff all the time. You have to worry about the whole PCT phase. Right. If you're not using HRT – You're shutting your testosterone down and then you're going to turn it back on. So, this is why things have to be done a a specific way.
0: Yeah, people on uh, TRT, HRT usually have really good results with Chosen 1 Brutal Force just because it's kind of like, you know, if you're you're, cruising at 210 milligrams, you know, and you throw some Chosen 1 to Brutal Force and, you know, abnormal in there, you you get a nice little boost, do do a little blast cruise phase, you know? And, um,. Next question says, hello, PJ and Josh. I was watching your video series for the Beat PJ contest that was leading up to your final check-in, and you had mentioned that you still needed to lose a little bit of the lower back fat. One exercise that you recommended was deadlifts to stimulate the area. Are there any other tricks to eliminating that stubborn fat? I was wondering if BSL offers five-pound quantities of isolation. The vanilla is awesome. It reminds me of homemade ice cream. Does BSL offer any gym towels for purchase? If so, I would like to get some. Thank you for your time in answering all my questions on previous episodes. Eric, Carolina Blue Vox. Sick car, bro. (laughs)
1: Hell yeah. Um, You know, all right. So let's talk about the low back. Very, very difficult spot. There's not a lot of muscle back there because it's just a a part of your body that's not going to be getting stimulated a lot. I mean, you, you just don't bend over backwards repeatedly all day long to stimulate that area so fat accumulates there also just hormonally fats going to accumulate there to target the area a little bit more hyperextensions, of course are gonna are gonna specifically target the lower back um really outside of that it comes down to more um estrogen related things um aromatous inhibitors um and it, it's honestly just a matter of time just putting the time in to get that to look a certain way what was the rest of the question besides the The lower back
0: stuff? To add on to to the lower back uh, fat thing, to to be honest, I am pretty damn lean year-round no matter what I eat. And when I went into contest prep, the very last spot on my body that the fat was remaining was my lower back. Everything else was so shredded in yeah, my lower I mean, back. So, so common. a little though. bit of fat left on it. So it might just be that, you know,
1: your genetics are similar yep. to, to somebody like me and your lower back is just what naturally holds it there. More I've seen you. some guys get strided glutes like four weeks out and still holding their lower back. And to me, that's like so freaking annoying because bodybuilding shows are judged by your ass most of the time. It's the, it's the weirdest thing, um, but, but it is. And so if you have strided glutes and, and like a little bit of love handles, you're gonna be okay because you got the striated glutes. If it's the other way around, you're screwed. Yeah. If, you're, if your lower back is feathered and and crispy, but you got a little bit of fat on your butt, you're Crisp. done. You're done. Yeah, and that's how it was for me. My my glutes were, were
0: striated, but my lower back was just a little bit watery, a little bit fat, just enough that when I hit like a rear lat spread, that you could see it when my thumb's pulling. But um, yeah, no, everybody's just a little bit different. Yep. The other question was if we offer five pound quantities of isolation, which we do not, Mm-mm. and. You said it
1: tastes like homemade ice cream. Well, then you should probably try the Blackstone Labs ice cream. Iso cream. Uh, we may do five-pound bags for International. Oh. Uh, and It's possible that we would do it with three-way also, or maybe just three-way, but so far it hasn't been done yet. It, it has been actually potentially in the works for a while, though. It has not been done. And does Blackstone
0: offer any gym towels for purchase? No, but... You never know what's around the corner.
1: Yeah, we've been we've been focusing again, guys, on getting stuff like that. Look at these sweet athletic
0: shirts. Move your phone. These sweet athletic shirts that we have. So athletic. Maybe maybe we'll get a a sweet uh, little Terry towel with
1: some athletic Blackstone logoing on it. Tristan showed me. Let me show you this before we get into the next question. Is is the next one the last one? Uh. I'm gonna show you something hilarious. I actually think this is a tremendous idea. This guy, I think he's like a surfer. This is really you're gonna laugh at this. There's two left. Check this out. This is this is like taking, like comfort and fitness to a whole new level.
0: So, <laughs> this is just made to. It's basically
1: made of terry cloth, like a towel. Live in. Yeah, yeah you just live in this thing. It's you like, like living in a. It it's like a
0: towel. It's like a robe, I guess. It's, so what it is is imagine for those of you that can't see a hoodie. It's it's a it's a it's a half sleeve hoodie, but the hoodie is also a jumper. Yep. The legs end just below the knee, it's very baggy, it looks very comfortable. Hmm. Looks like something you could immediately put on and fall asleep in. Um this is an incredible invention. And it's like you can use it at the beach. The best part is that there's pictures of people like <laughs> at the beach. That's what made me laugh. That's Surfing, surfing with their I car. The like, Tristan said he's going to go to the gym and work out. Man. It doesn't matter where
1: you go. No, you can, I mean, I you guess can you can, wear can this. use it This
0: is appropriate apparel for anywhere.
1: Um, I think it's hilarious. Oh, you're going in
0: outer space? <laughs> <laughs> in this
1: it's such a burnout thing to do, by the oh, way. Look for at that athletic shirt. That
0: athletic shirt. It's,
1: so athletic. Athletic shirt is, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a good shot.
0: It is – you know, I, I really enjoyed that whole photo shoot. It was, it was a lot of fun to do, and I just look like an I want to know awesome. where the
1: commercial – they made me shoot this little commercial, this, like, embarrassing yeah, thing, like, where I got naked. Yeah. And, and like, Trevor was really bothered shooting it. I'm just going to – That I'm was just, the most bothered I've ever seen him. He was like, we're doing this one time, and then if they don't like it, somebody else can shoot it. Like, he was, like, standoffish to me. I, uh, I'm like, look, I'm just following orders. I just want to say that I, I'm, like, 99.9% sure
0: that that is all Dave's idea. Um, he said something about that scene, and I was like, that sounds – Sounds pretty good. A little bit
1: uh, about David that
0: I think maybe everybody doesn't really know. Yeah, it was a little, little bit. Trevor horrible. was very bothered by it, though. and I can, I can see why. I mean, they told me I was going to have to do it, and I was like, you know, I, I mean, like, I feel like that's more of like a PJ or a Tristan thing. I mean, I'll do whatever. Everybody knows that. Like Tristan, you has no problem. I have pictures
1: pitch. of it on my phone that are fucking hilarious. That like no one, no one has seen other than I, I showed Salvina. But like, like. Putting your 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 wiener into that little sleeve that came with those pants, and it's like none of it is is like hiding anything at all. So like, Trevor was like, "I would rather you just be naked in front of me than that." Really? Yeah, it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Excuse my language. When I saw
0: those pants, uh, it immediately reminded me of. Do you you remember on Jackass when they? put their dick in the little thing that looked like a mouse and put it in the snake tank? Yeah! <laughs> and the snake bite their dick? Yeah. <laughs> That's mean. what it looked like to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just draw a little face on it and then let, let the icon go to sound. So town. terrible. Oh, man. We should do that to Chris <laughs> Um
1: All right. Back to the serious stuff here. All right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Get right. get, get, get with the program. <laughs> Back to the serious shit.
1: Fighting the clock. I think we're going to make it on time. we fighting the clock. No.
0: Uh, what are we on time for?
1: Uh, trying to get... Um, I'm trying to get Tarzan over to uh, Sean Lindo over at Trainer Space by 4:30. Oh, I didn't
0: know. Um, okay, yeah, we can blow through this. This one says, "Hi, my name is Jay. My Instagram name is Achilles the Great." I'm 21 years old and have been lifting for about two years. Before that, I wrestled all four years in high school and would work out, but the workouts for wrestling were a lot different than bodybuilding or powerlifting workouts. After high school and while in college, I focused solely on lifting weights and went from the mid-150s to the low-190s. The problem was my diet was terrible for the most part, and I only focused on gaining mass really fast, which is why I ended up with a gut and much more fat than before. I did gain a lot of strength on every compound lift, though, but it was just less lean. For the past five months, I've been on a bodybuilding program with a clean diet, leaned up and made great results while losing a lot of fat and replicating it with muscle, replacing it with muscle. Having decent abs, weighing around 186, my question is: I am still in my noob? Am I still in my noob gain phase, or will it be a lot harder to build muscle from here on out as a natural lifter? I love the work you do at Blackstone Labs, and we'll really appreciate if you could take if you can make it to this question. Thank you. Can I
1: look at that? Um, well, for starters, I try to make it to all the. Questions. All right. Uh, when you say uh, like when people say clean diet, I never know what they're meaning because a lot of times people say say this and then I look at what they're doing and, and it's just wrong. The nutrition is the key to everything. This is like a, there's a lot of people that are going over their nutrition on here, and they're not telling me what their nutrition is.
0: You got to lay the bricks to build a house, boys and girls.
1: Now, listen, here's the deal. Is it going to be harder to build natural versus non-natural? Of course.
0: Um, Regardless of your diet or yeah. age or
1: – The problem was my diet was terrible for the most part. i was only focused on getting mass. I've been on about with a clean diet, leaned up, and made great results while losing. A lot of fat and muscle and having – Blah, 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 blah. don't really know what does he want (laughs) am i reading it wrong let me see i don't know that's why i said to give it to me because i felt like you were leaving something out nope i don't do that uh. what is he what does he want
0: my question is am i still in my noob gain phase or will it be a lot harder to build muscle from here on out as a natural lifter? so i guess what he's saying is because he went from the mid 150s to the low 190s eating really shittily and Mm -hmm. gaining that much is it going to be really hard for him to maybe do another jump like that eating cleaner and not getting gaining as much fat. I mean, you're
1: not going to gain weight like that anyway regardless of what he's eating 150 to 190 is a massive jump so i'm assuming it's, it's you have to assume that he got really fat and if he didn't god bless you that's amazing it's 40 pounds
0: yeah i mean like when i don't know when i started i was like 130 135 pounds and like i, I gained weight pretty quickly i never got fat i stayed what?
1: pretty lean through all of it but at the same time i wasn't like dieting it. I, I, just I was eating cheeseburgers yeah i mean when i was younger i was doing the same thing i just what is he asking like can he still gain weight eating natural like yeah if it'll be a lot harder to build muscle from here on out i don't I don't know how much muscle he built he may have built a lot of fat yeah so yeah i guess it's gonna be harder to do it while you're doing it
0: basically every you know we say this a lot everybody's different just because somebody else you know has talked about a, a noob gain phase or something like that that doesn't mean yours is going to be yeah the same as theirs or you know some people might have crazy noob natural gains for the first two years of their lifting career and then fall off on year three other people may just continually make slow grains gains throughout you know five-year process it's not something that's like set um yeah i don't know i don't know I, I, how old do you see how old he is or no mm-hmm. i mean it said while he was in college
1: so i assume he's not in college probably, anymore. He's probably um Just keep training hard, man. Keep training hard. Just make sure you're eating enough protein every meal, and you're going to keep gaining. I think
0: this is the last one. Yep. And it is from. I think I know. None other than. (laughs) The old hair of The girl, man. The girl, man. Hi, Coats. I think this is the first question I make. That's 100% to get to know you rather than to mainly learn from you. Not considering the divorce, what are three situations that have made your soul cry the most? Don't worry. I will love you always, forever, near, and far, closer, together, everywhere. I will be with you. <clears throat> Second quer- question is, thank you very much, Coach Josh. I'd send you video previews, etc., to explain idea, but you blocked my secret IG account. Mm-hmm. PJ, could you please recommend me what or who to contact to get the clips? Shouldn't make more than one minute of valuable time, Coach K, uh... Josh, Salvania, Brittany, and you. I was thinking about asking Koth Trevor because he always has a camera. Sorry, I've been a huge nuisance for months now about clips, but this will be ten times more pissed than Generation Iron. (laughs) Thank you very much for opening your heart, mind, and time to answer all of our questions. I'm kind of shocked that I have a – I blocked the secret. The girl man. That's really funny. It it might be just because if you were following or liking any of my photos and there was zero posts on it, Mm -hmm. I usually just block those.
1: Probably what it was. Yeah.
0: I, I just, like, I've, I, I have, you know, for whatever reason, there are definitely – I have a lot of Instagram stalkers near and far, so I try to just keep all the troll accounts away from my shit. A lot of trolls. Um, so three situations that have made your soul cry the most. It's such a hard one to answer. I can tell
1: you a couple of them right off the bat. Um, Man, be, this is going to be a tearjerker. Now nah, I'm going to try to – like, I'm going to edit this one out just because I, I got to go do this workout. And I want to be intense with – with Tarzan, I know people like it when we get all tear jerky on here. I mean, everybody knows the stuff with my biological father. That's you can take so many stories from that one and just combine it into one. Um, you know, him abandoning my family when we were young and all the fucked up shit he did to me over the years. So anything with my, my biological father, if you want me to specify more in another episode, I will. Number two, uh, I actually talked about um, this one on one of the episodes. It was that girl, the little girl that that um, died of cancer? It's so funny because I went we went back and like uh, me and Tara
0: watched the, the podcast after they're done. Mm-hmm. And um, we watched that one and we started watching it. And I was like standing in the kitchen doing something and she was sitting on the couch like we weren't like right next to each other. And like by the time the story was over, we were both like had like tears in our eyes. I was like, you stop that. You don't, you stop that right now. You're going to make this worse.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that one was, was a sad one. Um, my grandma, the one my grandma passing away was was one of the worst things ever. And that was at the worst stage of my life, too, when I started heavily drinking and stuff. It was a rough time. That one, that one screwed me up for a while. One of the worst ones ever was – so my best friend, John, and uh, we'll close out after this. So my best friend, John, he was the best kid ever, and he was just a tortured soul. So he was from Danbury. I was from New Fairfield, back-to-back towns, grew up together. He lived on the same street as my grandma. We knew each other since we were, like, five. And his brother, James – his so James was, like, the PJ of his school. And even a better athlete than me, though, like, sick athlete – Sick baseball player, sick basketball player, sick football player. Probably the b- the biggest stud in school. You know, like, everyone loved him. And then John had this nickname, Fruity Pants. And he was picked on really, really bad. And he was very, like, um, not emo, but, like, he, had, he was, like, skater kid looking. And wore, like, Jinko jeans and had long hair. and Alternative. Alternative. And um, let me tell you something. When he was, like in like sixth grade he was so smart this kid took apart a lawnmower and turned a bicycle and a lawnmower into a motorcycle like he was very very like mechanically just just brilliant eventually he became like the the most famous mechanic in town and all the kids like team redline kids whatever would come to him with their little rice burners and um have him soup up their cars he worked on specifically hondas all the time and it was around the time of like Fast and the Furious, the first one came out, and they would come to him, and this kid would just do the the, the most amazing things with cars, and he got really, really, really into heavy lifting and steroids, of course, and he was humongous. He was about 250 pounds, barrel chest, benching 405 for 10, easy all day, huge arms. Everybody used to call him Popeye, and he was just covered in tattoos from his knuckles, All the way up, he had the inside of his mouth tattooed. He was very, very, very scary-looking dude, if you didn't know him. He had a black heart tattooed on the center of his chest that just said hate through it. Very, 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 like, tortured soul. Outside of that, though, if you knew him, if you really, really knew him, he was the best fucking guy that you'd ever meet. And as scary as he was... Uh, I lived with my grandma until I was 25. I would like wake up, it would be like a Saturday morning, It'd be like 10, 11 o'clock. I'd come downstairs and he'd be sitting there all scary and tattooed up on the couch with like a little saucer and a cup of tea, just drinking tea with my grandma. My grandma would be like sewing and telling stories with him. And, um, you know, my grandma loved him. He was like the sweetest kid. And so he always walked around with a cigar, like a backwoods, chewed up, gross cigar in his mouth. So he got really bad addicted to Oxycontin. And he dated this really, really bad girl. And she got him even worse. He went into rehab a couple times. And one of the worst stories i ever heard were, was he got out of rehab and they celebrated by her blowing out an Oxycontin with him. And he started, um, he started when he was young, but he progressively got worse and worse. He was a cutter and a burner. And so I would see him sometimes when he was drunk. He, he'd just have a cigar just burning his hands up. And I would like slap it out of his hands. Like, Don't fucking do that shit around me, dude. Don't do that shit in front of me. And he would just be like, I hate myself so much. I'm so ugly and so gross. I don't know why I'm alive. And he had, like, a very bad relationship with his biological father that was, like, a West Point grad, like, you know, like, like, army guy. And just to tell you a little bit more about – I actually told this story to somebody recently about how tortured he was. One day, my mom was like, John, you're so handsome. You're such a handsome boy. And anyone who knows my mom knows my mom is like, real sweet. And he was all embarrassed and stuff. And um, he was like – does your mom really think that about me or is she just trying to be nice? And I was like, no, she really does think that about you. I'm like, you are handsome. And he was like, I'm, I'm just so ugly. Like, I would never think somebody like your mom would ever think that about me. And I'm like, you're not ugly, you know. And it was hard for him because his brother was, like, such a stud and, like, so much different than him, you know. But we loved John. Like, we loved him. And so finally I was training for uh, Junior Says And I was at Junior Wises, my first national show about 25 years old, and um, I was all, all, all you know, putting it, putting it all in for the show. He called me while I was out there. And this was somebody who was my training partner for years. And I was at the show, and he was so fucked up. And at this point, he got off the oxys and was just using heroin because it was cheaper. And he was nuts. He would just go around carry around like a bag of heroin with him. And um, I remember he was so fucked up when he called me one day. He was trying to say good luck, but he was just a slob. And I was like, dude, I'm busy, man. I'm at the show, you know. And I was really mean to him. And uh, so I went on to the show and I didn't even think to call him back. He, you know, he just wanted to say good luck, but I was a dick to him. And um, I wound up getting fourth in the heavyweights. My first national show As everybody was talking to me. That's how I met Palumbo. And he um, was like, all right, man, this kid, is, this is the new good guy on the scene. And um, I wanted to requalify for the next year. So I started training. the following week. Jay Cutler had the New England championship and it was in Boston. It was a Sunday show first week in May. And so I was like, I got to requalify. I'll just do it. You know, I got a week to get ready for this. And so it was a Friday. It was my last workout. I was just doing like a little touch-up stuff in the gym. And I hadn't spoken to John since I went to the show. And um, the owner of the gym called me into his office. And he was like, hey, uh, your grandma's on the phone. And he was just staring at the ground, like not looking at me. And so I, I took the phone. And my grandma was crying hysterically. And she was like, PJ. She goes... John's dead. And I was like, what? And she was like, John's dead. They found him this morning dead on, on some guy's couch. And what, what had happened was he actually didn't die from a drug overdose, but he was passed out and he wound up like asphyxiating himself on his own, like vomit. He was just fucked up from heroin or whatever. And he was drinking too. And he, you know, he passed out and threw up and and drowned in it. And I remember I went outside to the back of the gym and I just started crying hysterically I cried for like an hour like a really really intense cry and I was just thinking about like the last time I talked to him I was so fucking mean to him you know and um I came inside and um, I was like getting my stuff to leave the owner of the gym Rob called me into his office and he was like what are you gonna do now I was like go home and he was like but like what's your plan like going forward and I was like what do you mean what's my plan He's like, you're still doing that show, right? Like, you've been training for all the show. I know you're upset right now. I'm like, I don't know. I might just take a break for a while. And he goes, listen, man. And he's like, you know, John, like, hated bodybuilding. He thought bodybuilding was gay and used to say, like, it's a bunch of guys all oiled up in underwear on stage. And he was all about lifting heavy and stuff. But when you were around, weren't were around, he would say, I hate bodybuilding, but I love PJ so much. He's my favorite bodybuilder. And he goes, You should just go and win for John, like for his memory. And I never won a bodybuilding show before. And I went in the show that weekend and I won for the first time ever. And I remember when I won, I kind of like just looked up at the sky and I walked off the stage. And the promoter of the show was like, I've never seen anybody like so not happy about winning. And I was like, my best friend just died. And the guy was like, oh. And that was the first time I ever talked to Jay Cutler, had like a nice talk with him backstage. And, um, Came home, and that Monday was his wake. And uh, my mom, my family told me they lied about the time because I was, like, so out of it. I was, like, exhausted. And they were like, oh, the wake is at this time, and they actually lied. They told me an hour different. So what, in reality, they actually all went before I even got there. So I got there, and there was, like, a line of people, right? And it was crazy. There was a line of people, like, all the way down the road, all these people that I'd never met before. And it was all these car people. Like, all these, like, Asian kids and people from gangs and stuff that had, like, brought their cars to him to work on their car, on the cars. And it was such a great, like, sign of, like, respect. Like, like, I know that he thought so many people didn't like him. Like, he would have been so, like, proud to see this, you know. And um, when I went in, they had, like, this TV playing. And it was, like, all these pictures, like, over the years. Like, stuff of us when we were, like, little kids all the way up. And it was funny to see the progression of him, like, getting bigger and more tattoos as he got o- older. And, like, stuff of us just together. I walked in and um, I, I went over. I'm very bad with death. Very, very bad with death. And uh, I walked over to his uh, casket. My family was gone. I, they didn't want to see me there. Now now I'm a lot easier with my emotions than I was back then. Like, I don't mind crying now. I'm actually crying a little bit right, right now during this, this show. But, like, back then I was real hard. And uh, my, my family just didn't want to see how I was going to respond. So they, they got in and out before I even got there. And I just laid on his chest. And I started crying, and I was so fucking mad at him. And I was like, why did you do this, man? Like, why the fuck did you have to do this? And I, just, I cried for a while, and his, his mom, um, she uh, put her arm around me, and she was like, we always said that you're the only person that John really loved. And it made me so fucking sad that I didn't, like, try to help him more. And, and like, his brother was never the same. His brother felt like we we didn't help him. We didn't try to help him more. It took a lot of, like, burden over that. His brother, like, I saw him, like, like a little while later. He had, like, fucking crazy beard and, like, lost all this weight. And he got obsessed with, like, he was working on this car. John had this project car. And his brother got obsessed with, like, finishing the car for John. Like, he never recovered from it. After that, I, for every show I ever did, I used to always carry my journal. With me, and I, I carried a picture of John in every journal that I ever did, and I brought it with me to every show that I ever did. And whenever it got like real tough at the end, I've never ever cheated on a diet once. I've never missed a session of cardio, even when I had things broken and pain, and never missed a workout. And I, that's stupid in some ways, but I never ever backed down ever. And I always would 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 say like when I was in my my like biggest struggle, I would say. To myself, like, John, please just help me for this last part, man. And I remember there was a day where it was, like, my last session of cardio, and I was so fucking dizzy. My mom was, like, not wanting to come around me because I used to push it way too hard when I was competing. My face was like a skeleton, not like all these fat kids that compete now and don't get in fucking shape anymore. And um, I was, like, getting so lightheaded and dizzy, but I would not stop doing my cardio. And it really didn't matter at that point, you know? It just didn't matter, but... All I was thinking of was overwhelmingly thinking of John. And the last, like, minute or two of my cardio, I did it outside that day. I was getting closer to my house. And as my house got closer and closer, I just started crying more and more and more as I got to the house. It wasn't, like, crying like pain or anything. It was more like like crying like I fucking did more than anybody else could possibly fucking do for this show. Like, there's no way that anybody worked harder than this. Maybe somebody worked as hard. Is this. And I always like felt like John like carried me through at the end. And that took me a long time losing that kid. Like I never really had like a best friend the same way ever again. Um, even with my old scumbag piece of shit partner, Aaron Singerman, like me and him were boys. Me and Singerman were like brothers, but it wasn't the same. Me and John loved each other. And like John was like he was the perfect like little sidekick for me because like all the things that I do, like that people think are funny or don't think are funny is weird somehow like he was always like the opposite but we like matched perfect so like uh, you know i I do a lot of gay shit and he he was like very like not homophobic but but it made him uncomfortable so he would come to like pick me up for shit to go to the gym and i'd be like fresh out of the the shower and i'd like meet him in my towel i would be like hey i just got a shower just wait a minute just wait for me in my room and he'd be like, why do I want me to wait for you in your room? I'd be like, Come, get ready, wait for me in my room. And he would like go and sit in my room and like I would walk into the room and just like drop my towel. And he'd be like, What the fuck? And I'd be like, What? Come on. You've seen it before. <laughs> and he'd be like, Stop, you're so fucking gross. And I would go and like try to get on him like while I was naked. I'd try to grab him and shit. And he would freak out and like punch me. But he would be smiling the whole time. And uh, that was just like how our relationship was. There was a time where I was working in the club. We all bounced in the same club. He was head of security. And um this dude was like mouthing off to me and John came over and uh he said something to dude, and the dude was like what the fuck are you gonna do about it and said some shit that like I don't know John just didn't like it and it was like in a matter of like three seconds John wound up knocking out like three dudes like boom 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 like real real fast and I was like whoa Jesus Christ someone had a bad day today and he was like I don't like the way that guy was talking to you <laughs> i was like well i would have handled him fine myself now you beat up his friends too and now the police are probably gonna come but we just had like the most unique like tight bond and um you know there was times too where like i remember this one time he was so fucked up i don't know what drugs he was on but he was like he was crying and he was like i just want to make sure that that i'm your best friend i was like you you know you're my fucking best friend he's you like your my brother more than me and I, like I, I love your brother in a different way and he was like i'm not cool like my brother or funny like my brother or good athlete like my brother and I'm like dude you don't understand like you're you're the best guy ever you know people love you you just don't see it and um nobody could help him he really was beyond anyone's help I learned that later in life he was beyond anyone's help and so that to me was one of the things like it's like you know what messed screwed with my soul made me cry that one for years really really got me every show towards the end because of him dying right before that show that I did always got me and I don't really talk about him anymore he, you know it's died when I was 25 years old but um, you know I have to take that with me forever the first show I ever won was two days after he died and like in his honor so sorry for fucking putting everybody in a depressed mood after the quick questions
0: that was, that was definitely uh a good one i think that we added to that, that yeah. was, I, i've never i've never heard that story before i don't think that's uh, it, that's rare for me i've heard them all yeah. you guys you guys are just getting doubles <laughs> double up and triple ups i could tell some of these stories yep but not that one i didn't i didn't know that, that one that. got me a little bit i'm a little choked up and stuff now so definitely
1: yeah well that sucks all Right. i gotta go work out
0: well, I think uh, on that note, we got through all of them, and uh, I'm just I'm just gonna go cry a
1: little bit. Sorry, <laughs> and just you know, I got some shit I gotta take care of. Make sure, make sure, make sure that if uh, that one the the podcast when when you watch it with Tara, be ready for that one. Oh uh, yeah, no, definitely. I think we're just gonna skip this week's. because you know it's probably just
0: easier. Uh, yeah, cr- you know, cry here, go home, cry at home on the couch.
1: No. at least at least I, have, I can have cereal while I'm there. <laughs> I can't even have cereal now, so I'm crash dieting for the listeners out there. So Fa- Fabian comes up to me. <laughs> Dude, this is so I'm funny. down six pounds in two days, by the way. It's how I do shit. So Fabian is like, "Papi, I have good news and I have bad news." And I was like, "Well, give me the bad news first. I got loads of bad news lately. Might as well add it on." And he's like, "The bad news, you have to start dieting right now, today." <laughs> I was like, "Really? I'm like nobody's going to tell me when and?" In- where i'm gonna start dieting but matter of fact 10 minutes ago yeah i was like all right well i'm laughing I'm like that's probably not gonna happen What's if you the- could uneat the shit you just ate yeah do i've that. been eating donuts and shit because i'm all about so right now i'm pretty solid and so i'm trying to get big because my muscles come back a lot then i'm in like this growth mode and i'm like taking glycolog a little bit of insulin here and there just going all out and uh i'm doing zero cardio just just training harder than i have in a while getting big and he goes, the good news is the reason you have to diet is because you're going to shoot for a magazine in Mexico. We're going to keep you there an extra day, and they're going to do a bigger purchase order, and you're going to shoot for the magazine. It's going to be all over Mexico. And I was like, oh, fuck, geez, that's pretty cool. I mean, that, that's only 20 days. I'm like, how much can I do in 20 days? He's like, oh, come on. You're the master. You can do it. Blast the trend. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, shit, all right. I guess I got to go hard. So I freaking pulled out all my carbs I'm down six pounds ready. It's not even 48 hours. It'll be 40 hours in a few hours from now, actually. He's already
0: in 14 recomp hours. No, my dad,
1: today, my dad was like, Your face is skinnier already. And I was like, I'm starving, starving myself out. So, yeah, I am crushing recomp, though. I'm doing six recomp a day. 16 recomp a day.
0: (laughs) On that note, I think we're done, right? I think we can uh, go ahead and close it out as we always do with a peace out bye.